Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Jordan Younger, your host of the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. Here we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, wellness, motherhood, channeling, aliens, and so much more. We have deep conversations. We go to other realms. It's a lot of fun. So stick around. Let's dive on in. I cannot wait to connect. Hello, my favorite people. Welcome back to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm Jordan, your host, and we're just going to get comfy today and talk to one of my favorite people on earth. His name is Eric Roberts. He is not only my personal alignment coach and mentor in so many ways, but he is also one of the most talented astrologers, human design readers, life coach. There's so many words for Eric, but he's one of the most talented people out there. And I'm so, so thankful to have been connected with him. So you may know him as the Unlock Method over on Instagram, where he combines all of his many, many talents to deep dive into whomever he's working with, their chart and also their life, their path and help them unlock who they were born to be. So I have recommended Eric to all of my friends, anybody who's looking for an astrology reading or needs help of any kind. He's like a therapist. I tell him this all the time. He's on my speed dial. I don't make any decisions in business or personal life without first consulting Eric, especially because he is my mentor now. So we truly talk every day and he has helped shine a light into so many areas of my business, my life, um, my finances, my mindset, my health, my friendships, my marriage. (laughs) Honestly, he has a gift and in shining that light, he has helped me uncover so many things that I've learned to change by just being aware of. And also he has helped me see the gift in being exactly who I am and who I came here to be, which we will get into in this episode. But if you listen to this show, then you know I'm a Libra. I'm a reflector in human design. We go deep on all this stuff today, but we also talk about it all as a whole so that it will help all of you listening. And Eric is just amazing. So you're going to love this episode. He, I just feel he's about to blow up in every way, shape and form. So if you want to have a session with him, Obviously, tell him that you came from the Balanced Blonde podcast and get in immediately because this man, it is shocking that he's not already like on the world stage in every single way. He just gives so much time and so much effort to everybody who he has a session with. I actually got Jonathan, my husband, a session for his birthday and it was so fun. I wasn't sitting in because I wanted them to have their own time, but it was so fun um, walking in on it a few times since I was in the other room and hearing about it from Jonathan. He's more of a skeptic and he learned so much. And I would go so far as to say he's really not a skeptic anymore after his session with Eric. So I know that you guys will love this episode. And if you feel inspired to rate and review the show on Apple and Spotify, please send a screenshot to my email, jordan at thebalancedblonde.com. And also 
post a screenshot of you listening to this episode to your stories and I will enter you to win this week's big wellness giveaway. Thank you for your support as always. And let's head into this episode. I love you guys. I know you're really good at this. Yeah. A little... Yeah, let's do um, let's do that three part breath. Okay. So it's gonna be a big deep breath in, and then once you're up at the top, it's an extra sip in, and then we're gonna do that physiological sigh out. So I'll, I'll show okay. you right now. It's gonna be deep breath in, then that extra sip, and then a sigh. <sighs> that really relaxes the nervous system there. So let's do let's do three each and just do it at our own pace. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, I feel better. I do feel you? good. I feel like we just went somewhere. We did. Yeah. I'm like, can we do the whole podcast with our eyes closed? <laughs> I, that is so peaceful. We could. I know. I mean, yeah. for a real reflector over here, I'm I like, know. oh my God, back in my cocoon of my energy. Yeah. But this feels good regardless. It feels really good. Yeah. You know, in... you know what's interesting? I'm a manifesting generator, but I only have three centers colored in. So mm-hmm. I have six centers open. So I get you projectors and you reflectors who have so many open centers. Yeah. yeah I can relate. You understand us, mm-hmm. which I can tell because I feel so comfortable with you. Yeah. You have that energy of, I know that you understand me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's because you're so attuned to other people Mm -hmm. or if it's because we're similar in so many different ways Mm -hmm. i think it's a little bit of both i think it's a little bit of Mm -hmm. both absolutely i think we share some similar patterns some similar Mm -hmm. energies archetypes but i do i think both of us actually have the energy where we really can tune into people Mm -hmm. in a pretty deep profound way it's mm-hmm. funny you know, even one of the first times we had a session together we even commented on it and I was like I feel like we're in this portal right now yes. you know what I mean so yeah and all yeah. the unspoken energy that we both feel yeah there's the conversation mm-hmm. that's happening that and there's an unspoken telepathic conversation yes I love being with people like that because <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling that stuff all the time mm-hmm. with everyone mm-hmm. but I can I know that you're feeling it too because I feel like our icon <laughs> Yes. is a whole different story and it's like yeah there's so much going on it's interesting because i feel like you and i are almost having two different conversations mm-hmm. like one actual verbal conversation here in the present but then we're also having like another almost like telepathic yes. psychic level conversation because i think again we both carry those same those same patterns energies and archetypes mm-hmm. in our blueprint you know we do yeah and we can get into what that is yeah. and why we both carry those things mm-hmm. but before we do i want to take a second to introduce you yes. to our soul on fire audience amazing Thank i've you. been doing some one-on-one coaching with you Mm -hmm. that has already been life-changing. I've been recommending you to all of my best friends. Jonathan soon will have a reading. We got to plan that. And just, I think everybody needs an Eric in their life. Thank you. You're an alignment coach. Yes. And you were just explaining to me all the different modalities Mm -hmm. that you explore. So tell us what those are, because we've only scratched the surface. Like we're at the beginning of our work together. Yeah, it's a it's an unfolding process and I call myself an alignment coach because I weave together a whole bunch of different modalities, some including astrology, astrocartography, human design, gene keys, numerology, somatic work, the chakra system. It's been a whole synthesis of my whole journey and my whole journey of education and learning, um, weaving it all together to help people understand their own unique blueprint, their own unique operating manual, so they can then find alignment in their life in a whole variety of different areas. That could be life purpose, general understanding of your blueprint. It can be business, work, money. Relationships are another really big factor of my business. Mm -hmm. I really help people understand relational dynamics 
Um, and that can be business partners, that can be um, romantic partners, families, parents, all types of things like that. And then business coaching as well. So helping people find alignment in their business and um, how to really find in the next level of success with mm-hmm. finding the things that really work for them. You're so good at it. Thank I you. feel like yeah. you were born for this. You're living your authentic blueprint, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm so curious because we haven't really talked about this before. Because yeah. usually when we're together, we're talking about me because yeah. you've been coaching me. I want to know all about you today. Yeah. I want to know how you got into this work. And Fun. first, I want to know about your childhood. Okay. Were you into spiritual things? Yeah. Were you like, what kind of kid were you? Um, you know what's really funny? I was always, I was an extremely curious kid. I remember some of my earliest memories are asking my parents like just a series of questions and having them like having them be like, oh, my God, I can't answer all of these questions, you know, and that led to me being a really big reader as a kid. I read all the time. That was like my passion, my joy. I also like loved exploring different types of modalities. I collected a lot of things. I was just very curious. I Mm -hmm. wanted to learn you know, what was out there in the world and and how how I related to it and what I was personally interested in. The the reading then led to the spirituality and wanting to understand why we're here, what our purpose is. I was that kid that was reading, you know, philosophy books, spiritual books, religious books as a kid, just to understand all of the different perspectives of the things that are out there. Just to again, I was always interested in the synthesis of all of these different ideas and all of these different philosophies to gain a clear kind of wide perspective on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And were your parents into this kind of stuff or not really? Um, Somewhat, you know, somewhat. My dad was a big reader. My mom was a big reader, but I definitely was, I was definitely kind of the only one that was interested in spirituality, philosophy, religion, and then some of these other kind of more esoteric modalities. But as we discussed, you know, and what I came to know later is that I'm a Sagittarius South node, Mm -hmm. which means I'm coming from the energy of being the explorer, the one that wants to learn and kind of understand the world around them. So yeah, yeah. so it makes complete sense. Yeah. So I can prepare for that with Atticus because he's a Sagittarius South node. I'm just going to ask you all the questions so I can support him in moving into his Gemini North node Mm -hmm. throughout his life. Yes. And we'll get into all this for everyone listening who's like, what is a South node? What is a North node? Mm -hmm. And I I definitely want you to tell them what's going on with the nodes this year, but we'll get into that. For sure. So that's how you were as a child. Mm -hmm. Were you sensitive? Were you outgoing? Like what was your personality? Very sensitive and very shy. I was definitely an observer of people and definitely a mama's boy. You know, I definitely was like, you know, close with my mom, Mm -hmm. close with my parents, sensitive, but always had friends, like always found people to connect with. And then it's interesting as I got older and went through school, kind of navigated different social identities and kind of had fun experimenting in that way Mm. you know but always always then like like a love of people and a love of connecting with people and a love of talking to people always kind of facilitated Mm -hmm. that yeah cool yeah You probably know that the human body is mostly made out of water. What you probably do not know is that everything else in your body is 50% amino acids. These building blocks of life are essential for health and fitness. So no matter how you like to move, whatever you do to stay fit, amino acids are essential. That's why Keon Aminos, my go-to, is my fundamental supplement for fitness. I drink them every day for energy, muscle, and recovery. Keon Aminos is backed by over 20 years of clinical research has the highest quality ingredients, no fillers, no junk, undergoes rigorous quality testing and tastes amazing with all natural flavors. So if you want to naturally boost your energy, 
build lean muscle and enhance athletic recovery, you need to get your hands on Keon Aminos. You can now save 20% off on monthly deliveries and 10% off on one-time purchases. That is a really big deal. We have also had the founder on the podcast, so you guys have to check out that episode if you haven't heard it yet. So to shop and get an amazing discount, just go to getkeon.com slash balanced. That is G-E-T-K-I-O-N dot com slash balanced to get my fundamental supplement for fitness, Keon Aminos. Enjoy. Okay, I am such a fan of Nutrafol and let's talk about why. Did you know that the thinning of your hair will happen to approximately one in two women? That's 50%. That's a huge number of people. And if you're among them, you know that you are not alone. Thinning is normal and Nutrafol helps women address it from within with science-backed supplements. So Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength from postpartum to menopause to plant-based lifestyles. And no matter the stage of your life, Nutrafol has four unique formulas to support women. And I have had the best experience with Nutrafol. I probably get hundreds of questions in my DMs every week asking, how is your hair so thick, especially after having a baby? And I've been taking Nutrafol the whole way through. They're also available now in a vegan formula. Their very newest supplement is formulated for women ages 18 and over with plant-based lifestyles who are experiencing signs of hair thinning. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code BALANCED. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend recommend Nutrafol, Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code BALANCED. That is Nutrafol.com, promo code BALANCED. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hi everyone, I'm Peyton Sarton, host of the Note to Self podcast. Note to Self is a space to embrace your unique qualities, get grounded, and ultimately have honest conversation. No topic is off limits. I began doing social media seven years ago, and since then I've started a clothing line and this podcast. Note to Self is a place where people from every stage of life can come for advice, new perspectives, and to feel a little less alone. Whether I'm recording by myself or bringing along a friend, we will explore topics ranging from relationships and mental wellness to social media and entrepreneurship. Tune in to Note to Self every week for the sisterly advice you didn't know you needed and raw conversations you've always wanted. And then when you started to grow up, what were your, like, what did you think your career path was going to be? Or what did you study in school? And like, yeah. what jobs have you had? You know, it's, it's so interesting. I was always interested in esoteric things, philosophy, religion, spirituality, but I never really viewed it as like a viable career path because again, I, where I grew up and, and, you know, just my other family members, immediate family members, nobody else was really doing that. So it wasn't something that I ever thought would be like my career path. Yeah. You know, I grew up um, on the East Coast, uh, right around Washington, D.C. And, you know, I was like, OK, I'm going to do the big three or four. I'm going to be a, a banker, a doctor or a lawyer and started pursuing that in college. And then after college, moved to New York and worked in finance for a couple of years. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. What was that experience like? Oh, my God. It was wild. I um, 
it's actually funny. I say now, I was like, why did I do that? I was like, I don't really like numbers like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was interesting. It was a really, it was fun to move to New York after college with all of my friends. And there were aspects of the job that I really did like. The parts of the job that I really, really did like was analyzing different um, companies who are looking for investment, understanding the founders, understanding their business model. That was really fascinating to me. Sitting at a desk and working in Microsoft Excel for eight to 12 hours a day was not good for, for me yeah. or my soul. I, yeah. I couldn't do that for too, too long. So, I understand. Yeah. So how did you transition into doing something else? Yeah. So I did that for about three years. And then I got to the point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I was like, I don't even really know what I want to do. Um, because I, for so long, and we can talk about this later, and this relates back to my blueprint as well, is there's a big strain of like wanting to do what is like traditional or societally expected of. Mm -hmm. And and even I grew up in, in that environment as well, you know, and so I didn't really know what other possibilities were out there. So I gave it a shot. I stuck it out and I was like, I really, I can't see myself doing this for the next however long the rest of my life, you know? Yeah. So I left my job. I went traveling for a little bit. Um, I went to Israel, Italy, and Greece and traveled around for a couple months and just explored and took the time to like really decompress and then moved to LA and really started this journey even deeper, understanding all these different modalities and mm -hmm. diving deeper into the world of spirituality and, and really understanding yourself. Wow. And yeah. how long ago was that? That was um, 12 years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. So for 12 years, you've kind of been on the path of being more immersed in the spiritual world. Yes. Yeah. And I've had a couple of different jobs. You know, I've had a couple of different jobs in different industries since then. But my main goal and, and what I really was pursuing was understanding this information and this knowledge and these systems. That was mm -hmm. always my goal. And it was interesting. I really, I really focused on that to, to the extent that I, you know, really kind of shut out other opportunities. And, you know, I got to this point in my life a couple of years ago and I was like, okay, how am I going to use this information? How is it going to start expressing itself? And then came to realize later that, you know, everything kind of works out for a reason and the journey is there for a reason. And that now I'm at this point where I'm kind of bringing this work wider into a wider audience. And, you know, the journey and the path really makes sense and comes yeah. together, Yeah. you know? Absolutely. It always does. Yeah. And how do you feel like it did for you? Like, how do you feel like it ended up making sense that now you're speaking to a wider audience? You just started your Instagram, I yeah. saw, or at least your business Instagram. Yeah. I've been doing this work with clients for a while, but mm -hmm. I've been doing it a little bit more on the private side and mm -hmm. a little bit more under the radar. But that's part of what you just asked is... I also intuitively knew that I had to I had to go through this journey. I had to learn. I wanted to feel confident because this is pretty powerful information and it's information that can really affect people's lives and change the course of their lives. So I had to go even through my own process of growth and development and understanding so that I then really felt the work that I was doing with people was in a certain level of integrity. Yeah. You know. That's true. Yeah. And I definitely trust the teachers and the guides and the coaches who've been through their own process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I feel like I'm in now. So I definitely understand. Yeah. And now you're an alignment coach helping so many people. Yeah. So of all the modalities that you mentioned, yeah. from astrology to gene keys mm -hmm. to everything else, do you have a favorite? Oh, good question. I don't know if I would say it's I have a favorite. I think the one that I have I have personally gained the most benefit from and that I think I when I work with people can apply in a way that is potentially the most helpful is astrology. Just because it's such a vast system, such a vast tool, there's so much there. It's such a rich system to really dive into, to understand the energies, the archetypes and patterns that each of us are made up on. And even just understanding that, and you've seen in sessions that we've had together, it leads, part of my method is it leads to these questions that just allows for deeper exploring, deeper understanding and deeper excavation. Yeah, yeah. it really does. Yeah. It's almost like just looking at a map of someone's 
soul yes. through lifetimes and then it just takes you somewhere else from there. Mm-hmm. It's so powerful. Yeah. I love that. So for people listening yeah. who maybe they know a lot about astrology, possibly because this is an, an audience that is very into that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but maybe they don't. Like, what should they first look at if they want to determine their own blueprint? Yeah, that's a great question. I would say if you're just getting started or you have a base level of knowledge, I think pretty much everybody knows their sun sign. So diving deeper into that is a great start. That's so much of our core essence of who we are and how we express in the world. So. I would do some deep dive researching on what your sun sign is to understand that on a deep level. From there, then go to um, your rising and your moon, and those are what comprises your big three. And those are really the big three energies, archetypes, patterns that we're dealing with. And that's sort of how we're oriented in the world. The moon is our inner emotional world and how we process things like that. And then the rising is almost the lens in which we view the world and how people interact with us. It's how we present to people in a more one-on-one dynamic or closer relationships. Mm -hmm. And it's also, again, the lens through we, that we see the world as well. That's so interesting. Yeah. So for someone like me, who my rising is my same as my North node. Yeah. That's like a lot of energy there in Aquarius. Yeah, it's very supportive. It's it's very that's actually extremely supportive placement because the lens in which you see the world, you that means you already have a deep inherent understanding of where your soul wants to go in this lifetime. But then again, there's always that interplay of the South Node, which again is where we're coming from, and we can go into that a little bit deeper later. But I think for you with your North Node right there, it's also gonna allow you to express it in a way that is really clear and really seen um, Mm -hmm. strongly by people that you're going to be in relationship with. Yeah. Yeah. Stepping into my Aquarius vibes. Yes. And for everyone listening, our South Node is, and you can explain this better than me, Yeah. but it's where we're comfortable. It's what we come into the world. You know, maybe it was a past life. That's kind of how I look at it. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was Leo and it was all about being the center and being taken care of and being on the stage and here we are. And that's what I've been doing with my life for 10 years. Mm -hmm. But to step into the Aquarius leadership energy, which is so much more, you know, I don't care what people think of me. I'm Mm -hmm. going to lead in a spiritual sense regardless. And I'm going to do some of this stuff for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do my own paperwork and and stuff that I've always had other people taking care of for me has been so huge. Yes, 100%. You also have a lot. So you have your South Node in Leo in the seventh house of Libra, which is, and that means that's another layer of nuance to it and another energy that you have in relation to your South Node, which you are in some ways it's moving away from or stretching away from. Like we've talked about, they still are inherent gifts that you have that you get to use in this lifetime, but you also have a lot of Libra placements in your chart as well. That can make it even more a little bit difficult to go on that path of the North Node, which is stretching outside of our comfort zone there. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It is not easy. Mm -hmm. And so everybody listening, you're a Gemini North Node. What's that journey been like for you? Uh, it's been a it's been a really interesting journey. Um, the Sagittarius South Node, there's definitely a strain in me that loves to just explore and kind of be on my own path and my own journey. It's almost the archetype of like the lone wanderer, almost like the lone monk who's like in the monastery learning and and those types of things. And I definitely have felt that in my life. Like I've I've turned down many a social opportunity in my past to be like, no, I need to, I need to learn. I need to read. I need to study. I need to understand why we're here, the secrets of the universe, you know? Um, So I definitely relate to that archetype, but I've also, Gemini on the flip side of that, Gemini is about being in community and it's about being in conversation with people and understanding different perspectives. So I've, I've really seen the importance of that and how important community is and connecting with other people and understanding that every person has their own wisdom, their own mm-hmm. truth to share with the group. And that's that's a real that's that's re- 
some of the real nugget, the real wisdom in that Gemini North Node mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Well, it's so important for the work that you do because yeah. you're seeing everyone's special code yeah. and seeing how everyone, every single person's perspective is so important and so different. Yes. That's exactly it. And, and you know, the Sagittarius South Node can be someone that tends to be like, this is the truth and this is how life works and this is my philosophy, sort of dogmatic mm-hmm. in a way. And again, moving away from that and, and where it's also in service to everybody, like you said, and the clients that I work with is, is understanding that everybody has their unique genius, their unique magic, their unique gifts and helping people really find it and see it. And that actually really brings me so much joy yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah I yeah. can tell you're yeah. very good at it. Thank you. And then the gene keys. Yeah. Tell us about that. It's something I've wanted to talk about on the podcast for so long. Yeah. The gene keys are fascinating. So the gene keys are an offshoot of human design. So Ra Uruhu is the founder of human design and he had he channeled this whole system in that encompasses so many other systems like the I Ching and Kabbalah and the chakras and, and everything like that. Richard Rudd, who is the founder of the gene keys, also had his own transmission of this work um, that he is calling the gene keys. And it's an assimilation of the all of the gates in human design, which are also related to the I Ching. So it's gates one through 64. And it's this really deep, fascinating esoteric system um, that he built on top of where each line in the I Ching is associated with a specific gene. And each gene key is connected to another one in a very specific way. And they're connected to different aspects of our bodies and how our bodies work. And each gene key has such an interesting sort of lesson in it. Like he frames it as the shadow, the gift and the city, which is Mm -hmm. almost like the enlightened expression of the gene key. So we all have, um, we're all comprised of four main gene keys, which are comprised of our incarnation cross from human design. Oh yeah. Yeah, and they're fascinating. There's a few hundred different ones and everybody has such a unique one. I sort of describe it to people as, you know, let's say the North Node and the South Node are sort of like a soul purpose. I think that's a really great way to view it. The um, incarnation cross is like a life theme. It's like a theme that we encounter throughout life or or some energies that we're going to be working with throughout our life. And and Jordan, you have a really fascinating one, one I've actually never seen anybody else have. We have to talk about it. Should we read it? Let's just get into it. Yes. I know I always start these episodes like, okay, let's talk about stuff that's going to be applicable to everyone. And then I'm like, but no, I need to know about me. And I think what I've learned from my audience is that it is helpful to people because when we hear someone learning about themselves, Mm -hmm. it always prompts us to be more curious than about ourselves. 100%. So that's what I hope everyone listening will get. Absolutely. And I think that's a beautiful encapsulation of your North and South. You know what I mean? That Leo, where you are the focus of attention because you do have this really amazing creative star quality about you. And then you stepping into your Aquarian North Node is you really using your platform to share wisdom and teachings and to share it with humanity and to help people kind of raise their consciousness in that way. So you're doing it. It's perfect. Yeah. Feels like me. Yes. That's you. Guys, I am so excited to talk to you about Conair. So I have honestly been one of those girls who finally at 32, almost 33 years of age, has gotten into curling my hair, wearing makeup, all of the above. And Jonathan, my husband, loves when I curl my hair. So I was so excited and thrilled when the iconic brand Conair reached out to work together because they have a product that I am truly obsessed with. And I know that you guys are going to be obsessed with as well. And it is their Curl Secret by Infinity Pro by Conair. It is the must-have ceramic auto curler. It's brand new. It's amazing. 
it has been reimagined. And if you want to play up the flawless, effortless, and simple curls, this product is for you. It's perfect for people like me. And I feel like a lot of people listening are people like me because it's easy to use. It gives you perfect curls at the push of a button and every single time. You guys are going to absolutely love it. And of course, it has customizable settings, multi-directional action, tangle-free technology, and you can say goodbye to all of the drama of curling your hair and say hello to perfect long-lasting curls at the push of a button. Shop Curl Secret by Conair exclusively at Ulta. Enjoy. Okay, let's talk about skincare. Are you tired of cycling through the endless amount of trending skincare products that all claim to smooth wrinkles, firm skin, give you a youthful glow, but don't really deliver results at the end of the bottle? Well, support for today's episode comes from OneSkin. I'm so obsessed with OneSkin. They sent products a couple weeks ago. I've been using them every day. And honestly, last week, Everybody that I saw said, please tell me what you're doing differently with your skin. So One Skin was founded by a team of four female PhD level longevity scientists with over 15 years of experience studying the biology of aging. They tested thousands of peptides. They discovered OS1 and OS1 peptide is scientifically proven to target aging skin, also called senescent cells, the main source of skin aging, and it actually reduces the biological age of your skin by several years. How incredible is that? So I love it. My skin's been feeling amazing. I love that it absorbs fast and leaves your skin super soft. And I also love that it's fragrance-free, which is very important to me. I have sensitive skin and it didn't irritate me at all. And I absolutely love it. One Skin is for everyone that wants to prevent or reverse the signs of aging with a groundbreaking approach. One Skin addresses the skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves feels and appears younger. It's time for you to experience a new skin health routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with the code balanced at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with the code balanced. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Okay, so this is your this is your incarnation cross. You are the right angle cross of penetration. And I'm going to read it. It's super interesting. You have the unique ability to read other people and know in the now what is right or wrong for them. Your energy supports being intuitive and to even hear the voices of angels or God or other intelligence not in form. Most of the time, you will perceive an instantaneous vibe of right or wrong as the intuitive energy pulses and fades. You are here to be wise about what to do in the moment for you and for others. This knowledge comes from a place of intuitive knowing. You will be straight to the point in all that you do and won't be inclined to include details. Ooh, right? <laughs> that is me to a T. Yeah. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, the part about hearing the voices of angels yeah. and other realms that are not here that's mm -hmm. very validating yeah because that's my life and that's what this that's what i truly hope to do with people provide validation and provide mm -hmm. confirmation because so much of the time clients that i work with they already are they already have an intuitive idea 
of these energies that they're working with and these gifts that they have, they just don't necessarily feel the confidence to or the validation to really sink into them and yeah. really own them. You I know? agree. Yeah. I feel like we know, we all know, like if you start speaking and saying, this is what's going on in my life and this is how I feel, mm-hmm. we all end up telling the truth of what's going on and how we feel and what we know we need yeah but we also need that validation and mm-hmm. we do otherwise you know we spend so much time in our heads yes and or doubting ourselves mm-hmm. or listening to external stories yeah. and that's another goal of my work is like to we all have free will you know and so that's that's part of this is we find out our blueprint we find out our operating manual but then we all we have the choices to then go out and create the life that we want. And we get to choose how we want to express all of these energies that we're comprised of, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yes. Wow. Okay. So that's my incarnation cross. Yeah. And then there's that, there's three other main gene keys. Yeah. So that your incarnation cross is comprised of your four main gene keys, oh. um, which is the 57 gate, the 51, 53 and 54. Okay. Um, so what we would do in a session is then go through each individual gene key. And there that usually happens a little bit later on in working with a client just because they're so deeply esoteric mm-hmm. and they're beautiful information to have for a deeper level of understanding yourself. But in terms of like some practicality and day to day, I usually leave that um, yeah. for a little bit later on. Yeah. yeah. And I'll say, I mean, for someone like myself, who's so into all this stuff, yeah. the gene keys still feels like almost a foreign language. Yeah. When my friend Lily, who I told you about, describes yeah. it to me, you guys are very similar. Yeah. And she knows a lot about the gene keys. Mm-hmm. I always get lost. And usually I can follow along like, I want to become, you know, a reader of, of all the things, but this one I'm I'm into it and yeah. I'm also confused by it. So I just want to say that for everybody listening. Yeah. This stuff goes very deep. It and you does. have to find what speaks to you. 100%. And it took me years and years to really feel confident understanding all of this work and then to then add the layer of it of really trying to weave them all together and weaving together all of these modalities and then seeing the patterns that show up across them. And I think that's the real power mm-hmm. in this is is that it's an extra layer of confirmation. There's so much more nuance and details and context around it. So yeah, yeah be easy on yourself. It takes time. Dive into it, see what resonates. And then f- I would say follow that path. Follow the things that really resonate with yeah. you. Yeah. I agree. And then the somatic work that yeah. you talked about, mm-hmm. tell us how you work with that. Yeah, that ends up being a pretty holistic conversation with people because we can't ignore the body in all of this. You know, this work is amazing and this knowledge is amazing, but it's like, how do we use it in our day to day life? How do we ground it and make it practical? And how do we make change? And a lot of time we we have to really incorporate what that means for our bodies and how we process energies through our bodies. So I'll talk with a client and ask them, you know, where they're feeling stuck or if they have any grounding or embodiment practices that they do to really get them present so that they can then again synthesize this information and then align with their right path. So they feel then empowered to make the decisions, the conscious daily decisions every day to find the life of their dreams. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really a holistic part of the work. And, you know, we even dive into talking about the different chakras. And, you know, if somebody has an indication of a wound around expression or creative expression in their chart, let's say like Chiron in Leo or Chiron in Gemini. And Chiron is indicates where you come into this life with a wound or some type of repression. I'll talk to my clients about working with the throat chakra and different mantras you can do for the throat chakra and different practices that you can do for opening up your throat chakra. So things like that. And then even people that have indications of having some blocked emotions or repressed emotions, we'll talk about the sacral chakra, different practices um, for that, like ecstatic dance and different types of expression and how you can work work in things like breath work and um, different types of body work. So 
So it's everything combined. It's yeah. all the things that I love. And yes. you, I mean, I love that you point people toward all of that. Yeah. So for Chiron and Cancer, yeah. which is myself, yes. and uh, what I've learned over the years is that my audience and I, we have a lot of similarities. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying we have Chiron in the same place for all of us, yes. but a lot of people do. I get messages constantly, and I can't even tell you the amount of October 11th, mm -hmm. 1990 reflectors yeah. who listen to this podcast. Like It sounds crazy because it's so unique and so yeah. niche, so niche. There are at least 30 of us. Like, no, that's a lot. I love that you're bringing this up. And it just, it, sh I, it shows how in tune you are with all of this. And it's something I've noticed as well, because this, everything in life is energy, frequency, and vibration. Mm -hmm. And so we connect with people that we resonate with. That are that we energetically resonate with, yeah. And so it's no surprise that your audience is comprised of people that carry similar energetic signatures to you, yeah. And it's fascinating because even um, other podcasts that I've gone on or other you know referrals I've got, the people that come to me from those podcasts have very similar placements to those podcast hosts wow. or to me even mm -hmm. because they've resonated with what yeah. I've said or my story or whatever. And it's it's. Truly fascinating. I can't wait for you to start hearing from this audience. I can't wait. You for have the to report soul back on fire to me. Audience. Yeah, soul yeah. on fire audience. Yeah. We have so I mean, we have so many of everything really. Mm -hmm. I just had people and I do this all the time, send in their sun, moon, and rising to cool. me and their human design. Yeah. Because I just always love to know. And there there was no Libras today. Wow. Usually there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of Aries, there was a lot of Pisces moons. Um I don't know. I just love paying attention no, to all I'm this I'm not stuff. surprised Pisces moons resonate yeah, with you. Yeah, which is also my husband. <laughs> yeah. That's all your 12th house energy and mm -hmm. your connection to spirituality mm -hmm. and the divine. And, and totally. You know, you're, you do. And not only your um, incarnation cross that we just talked about, but, you know, your placements in astrology as well and your 12th house placements. Like you have a lot of indications of those like Neptunian Pisces energies in you mm -hmm. and so i'm no, not surprised that people with those placements resonate with you yeah 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 lots of scorpios triple scorpios yeah. i was saying like whoa that is intense yeah and amazing but you have scorpionic placements i do you have your three major major planets in the eighth house of scorpio you have pluto and scorpio right right near your midheaven there so mm -hmm. you give off scorpionic vibes I on must. a public somewhat you I know must. no yeah. i love it yeah. i used to think and this is no shade to any of the scorpios i used to think like oh i don't want to have a scorpio child like scorpios are so intense they can be mm -hmm. so intense yes. for lack of a better yeah. word and now over the years i've actually grown to really appreciate what scorpios can bring like mm -hmm the shadow that they can integrate, the depth that they have, and the way that they can see into yes. the darkness. Yes. So I can really get along with Scorpios more than I can connect with certain people because they're like, oh yeah, I think about death too. And like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not thinking about death all the time, but I'm thinking about eternal lifetimes and like, yeah. Those are the conversations that I'm interested in having. Well, Scorpio and Pluto, which is Pluto is, is Scorpio's planetary ruler. They rule the themes of sex, death, rebirth, transformation, occult experiences, really deep, intimate relationships and situations. Mm -hmm. The only relationships I know how to have. Yeah. I mean, you have your sun. Um, you have your sun in the eighth house. You have your Venus, which is that planet of relating and your Mercury, which mm -hmm. is how you speak and think and perceive all in that eighth house with the undertone of Scorpio. So, yeah. you know. Oh, I, my God. I mean, I've even said to you a few weeks ago, just the way that you communicate is so clear and deep and profound that it's, you know, it's it has stopped me in my tracks at times because it's so, yeah, it's just so resonant on a deep, deep level. Thank you. Yeah. And, and again, I, no surprise that you've had such success with your podcast. I love that so much. I want to touch on one other thing that you said, because this comes up a lot in sessions and people that I work with and talk to where you're like, ah, oh, I'm not sure I didn't want a Scorpio kid or whatever. Right. 
But it's super interesting because my whole view on this is there's no bad signs and there's no bad placements. Mm -hmm. It's just, is it expressing in the negative or is it expressing in the positive? I totally agree. Yes. And so I just want everybody to know that out there. There's no bad placements. There's no bad signs. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's about understanding yourself on a deep level, getting the awareness and clarity around it so that you know how to express these things in their highest. Yes. Yes. I'm so glad that you just said that because that reminds me when we were, when I met with you mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and I was with um, our nanny, Atticus's nanny, and she was saying that there's people in her life who are really scared of astrologers mm-hmm and spirituality yeah because they're afraid of receiving bad news yes or re- afraid of maybe seeing their chart and someone telling them oh these placements are are bad and yeah and that these bad things are going to happen to you mm-hmm. tell us i mean for everybody out there who is afraid or maybe has like a loved one who's afraid yeah tell us why we don't have to be scared yeah you don't you don't have to be scared and i want to just say use discernment use discernment in what you're reading and who you're talking to and who you consult make sure that people are coming from a place of love and and wanting to connect on the highest level because there are people out there that do teach in those ways or express things in those ways. Know that that's not the truth though. That's just one person's interpretation. These are all tools for systems of interpretation. There's no absolute truth in these. The truth is in the archetypes, the energies and the patterns, and then it's how we actively work with them. So this isn't fortune telling. Do you know what I mean? It's not just because you have X planet and X house does this mean that this is going to happen? It means that this is a whole range of a spectrum of possibilities of things this means. It's important to be aware of them. And then how are you going to consciously work with it to have it express itself in the highest way possible, Mm -hmm. to make it something that works for you rather than something that potentially blocks you or that you're scared of or you don't know how to utilize? Yeah, Yeah. that's such a good description. Yeah. Because... Yeah, I mean, I only realize like the more people that I speak to that there's a fear from some people about all things spiritual. Yes. And I think that's also the fear of seeing our own shadow Mm -hmm. and having to give thoughts to our own path. Yes. Because we all know what it's like. I mean, I even did this this morning, like checking all the apps and there's the new threads app and I love it. And I'm like, oh my God, but I know that I'm kind of like purposely blocking out my own thoughts Mm -hmm. because if I get into my thoughts, I'm going to have to face the shadows and the the stuff that I'm working through. And now that I'm really digging into all this stuff in my life, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm also doing trauma work and working with multiple therapists (laughs) and maybe just, you know, I don't know how many, but a a lot. Um, And, you know, it's not glamorous to do this transmutation work Mm -hmm. but it's the most important work and i also believe it finds you when you're ready Mm -hmm. like when the student is ready the teacher appears yes i have so much support and guidance around me because i'm ready which feels really good the only way out is through and that's the thing and that's that was part of my journey as well it's like you have to come to a point like there's no magic pill there's no magic practice there's no magic practitioner that's automatically going to heal us and integrate our shadow or clear our shadow because a lot of ways we're not meant to banish our shadows or our fears we're meant to observe them get familiar with them send them love and then yes shed anything that's no longer working for us but then also reintegrate the parts of us that we've banished out of fear or shame or guilt or anything like that and reintegrate them back into us Mm -hmm. so that we do end up being kind of a whole holistic being who can move forward with this full level of integration and awareness. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yes. So cool. Totally. And again, I, I love that you said that. And I love that you're sending that message to your to your listeners. And it is. It takes some work to yeah. transmute through this yeah. stuff. Yeah. And know? I wouldn't have said that yeah. a couple years ago because I find it very fun to yeah. explore all this stuff, to speak to every healer and astrologer, mm-hmm. do all the plant medicines. That was my life for so long. Yeah. And then I would say when you reach the point of 
dealing with something really traumatic Mm -hmm. or scary. And then I started to have the mental health stuff going on. Yeah. I had repressed memories coming back up. And I remember the first time that we had a session, Mm -hmm. you said the only way out is through. Yeah. And normally I would be like, yes, I totally, you know, that's what I want. In that moment, it scared me because I'm just, I really was dealing with a lot. Right. So I just want to say that to everybody listening. Mm-hmm. You'll go at your own pace when yes. you start to dive into this stuff. It's a lifetime of work. 100%. And I used to think, oh, this will be my month of healing. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be my month of traveling. But yeah. No, this is a lifetime yes. of of work. It's and a, it's not, it doesn't have to be hard. No. It can be fun too. 100%. It's just sort of getting over that hump of really diving in and facing some of the things that maybe we haven't faced or that are painful to look at. And again, like you've said, find support, find your support systems around you. So you, you do have that support around you mm-hmm. when you're, when you're processing these things. But yeah, you, you come out the other side with this new sense of awareness and clarity. And then also this sense of empowerment because you do understand yourself now on this deeper layer. So you can start making these decisions that mm-hmm. truly align you with what you want in life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're not we're not held back by the fear anymore. Yeah. You know? Because there's nothing limiting it. in our chart, anybody's yes. chart. Yes. You just have to find the way to align. And going back to what you said, I really did used to think that there were signs in the zodiac that I was less compatible with mm-hmm. or Not that they were bad signs, but that I had bad experiences with those signs. But what I've really learned is there's the aligned and the misaligned. And that's how I've started explaining it to my family. Yes. We have, you know, a little bit of everything in our family. I'm Mm -hmm. like, that's a misaligned cancer. This is (laughs) an aligned cancer. Yes. That's a misaligned Taurus, you know. Right. Super stubborn, super like. Mm-hmm. Walls. Im- immovable, yeah. unchangeable. But yeah. the aligned Taurus is one of the most loving, loyal, yes, um, hardworking, fun. steadfast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side of that, like you said, it can be somebody that really doesn't move and, right. and is very stubborn and doesn't take action <laughs> and doesn't forgive and all yeah. of those things. Yeah, I know it's so interesting. So, a question for you yeah, about air signs. Yes. Obviously, I have so much air in my chart. Yeah. Three planets in Libra, like you said. Mm-hmm. Two in Aquarius. Yeah. Gemini, Mars and Gemini. Yeah. I've got a lot of air signs listening. Is it true that we are more prone to being really like up in the clouds? And I have found it really hard to feel grounded in my body. Mm-hmm. Really hard. Yes. So what can we do about that? Absolutely. That is absolutely true. The air signs rule the mental realm and it plays out in different ways for, for different signs. But up in the clouds, meaning, yes, out of your body, in your mind. You know, I think... I always talk to my air signs and I'm like, okay, well, what stories are you telling yourselves right now? What stories are you stuck in that are looping in your mind right now? How can you identify them? Get them out of your out of your brain, out of your mind, whether that's journaling, whether that's like voice noting yourself, truly like finding practices that really help you clear your mind. And even doing something like that where it's, you know, something like morning pages where it's just automatic writing like you're not thinking about what you're journaling you're just literally getting your thoughts out is so helpful for people with air sign patterns and energy and then even doing something like meditation because you've gotten the swirling thoughts out of your head and then even going to then do practices that are going to help you embody yourself and mm-hmm. maybe that's being in nature Maybe that is doing some type of body work. Maybe that's even doing some type of weight training where you're like literally physically anchoring your body to the earth. So just making sure that you are connecting in with your body because that's also gonna help you make decisions with your intuition because a lot of times our intuition lives in our body and air sign clients can drive themselves crazy overthinking things and make it really hard to make a decision. And that's, it's like when we can stop that torrent of thought and get quiet and get centered and get grounded and check in with our body and check in with our intuition, then you know that that's sort of that clear message. And then use your powerful brain, your powerful intelligence to refine that decision. But it's like making decision with your body's wisdom, your body's intelligence and intuition 
um, mm-hmm. that can really help. Yeah, that sounds so helpful. Yeah. Because I, I have a lot of those stories, a lot of those loops yeah. in my head yeah. as such an airy person. And also bringing in the human design, mm-hmm. the reflector part of me. Yeah. And for anyone who has a lot of open centers, it does make me feel good to be with people who are very grounded. Yes. Whether that's an earth sign, like both of you in this room. Yes. Um, or even my husband is a fire sign. Mm-hmm. But he's grounded as a person. Yeah. He's very much on this earth. Find, yeah, exactly. Find your medicine. Mm-hmm. If you're somebody that's such an air sign, find some earth sign friends where you yeah. can literally go sit in nature and just soak up their energy as well. Yeah. If you're a water sign and you're feeling really emotional and maybe lethargic, go find a fire sign that will get you out of your head and out of your emotions and help you take action. Totally. You know? Mm -hmm. No, it's so true. Yeah. I mean, I love hanging out with air signs too, just so everyone knows. Like, it's my favorite because I feel so seen. Yes. Um, And anytime I meet someone who's a Gemini, an Aquarius, or a Libra, I'm like, we understand each other. Yeah, well, they're the social signs. Mm-hmm. They're the signs of communication. Mm-hmm. So air signs getting together, it's going to be fun. Yes. It's going to be amazing conversation. Yes. You know? Millions of ideas yes. swirling around. Like <laughs> we need someone to harness these. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's so fun. So on the topic of astrology, yeah. let's talk about the North Node collectively yes. right now that yeah. you were telling me. Yes, 100%. So we within this next week or two, depending on when this episode comes out, the collective north node is now shifting into the Aries and Libra axis. We're moving out of the Scorpio and the Taurus axis, and we're moving into the Aries and Libra. So that means collectively for all of us societally, we're going to be dealing with what those energies, archetypes, and patterns are entailed with each of those signs. And then how it's going to show up for us personally is where it shows up in which houses in our chart, And that depends on your rising sign. And it's going to depend if it's hitting any major planets or um, points in your chart. And so that's how it's going to affect you on a personal level. But we Mm -hmm. are all going to be feeling this societally and collectively as well. Wow. Yes. So for me, it's going to be, let me see if I can get this right. Okay. So it's going to be an Aries North Node, Libra South Node. Yes. So the South Node will be hitting my Sun, Mercury, Venus. Yep. And then. Eighth house. In the eighth house. And then what about... And then the Aries North Node is going to be hitting your second house, which you don't have any major planets there. But like we discussed in our conversation the other day, the themes of Aries and Libra are also so important for you, not because you just have such a concentration of energy, of of Libra energy, but your North Node and your South Node have that undertone as well because you have your South Node in that seventh house of Libra. So that's energy that you're really comfortable with, that you really know, especially with your sun sign there. And then you have your north node in the first house of Aries. So this time is really supportive for you for shedding things that are no longer working, patterns, dynamics, relationship styles, and then moving into embodying that Aries archetype, which is someone that like really strongly claims who they are and claims their identity and claims what they want and goes after what they want. So this is a really potent time for you in a lot of different ways. There's a Mm -hmm. lot of layers and nuances to how this is going to be showing up for you. Wow. Yeah. And that's happening for, you said the next 18 months. Yes. It's a long time. It's a long time. And they also coordinate with the eclipses. You know how we have a couple eclipses Mm -hmm. throughout the year. The eclipses always align with what the collective North Node and the South Node are in. So we're going to be having eclipses in Aries and Libra for the next 18 months. Mm -hmm. So again, eclipses are really potent energies. They're, They're change agents. So wherever they're hitting in our charts, you can expect some type of movement there. And that's, again, talking about being scared, not being scared. This isn't, there's no reason to fear it, but it's helpful to understand this information. So you can be like, whoa, um, let's say you have an Aries fourth house. So let's say you have an eclipse going through your fourth house. And then that brings up all things of like inner emotional world, emotions. So you're like, whoa, this eclipse is happening. And I'm all, something along these lines is coming up. That awareness of it is so helpful 
for context and so that you don't necessarily, you know, feel adrift or confused mm -hmm. or, or like you don't know what's going on. It's just, again, another tool or another aspect of this that leads to a lot of embodiment and understanding. Wow. Yeah. So what eclipses can we look forward to? The next eclipses are in October. Okay. So yeah, keep an eye out for October. And then there'll be a couple going into the next year as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, we'll have to have you back on to discuss. We could yeah. do a whole eclipse episode. For sure. Everyone listening, go tell us on Instagram if you want an eclipse episode and what else you want yes. from Eric. Because this will be the first of many for sure. Yes. But I want to ask you some of the rapid fire questions Please. that I ask everyone who comes on. Yeah. So what are your sun rising and moon signs? I am a Libra rising, Virgo sun, Capricorn moon. Love it. Yeah. And your human design. I am a manifesting generator. And who are your mentors? Ooh, that's a good question. Stephen Forrest is an astrologer who has been around for a very long time. He really focuses on something called evolutionary astrology, mm -hmm. which is he really dives into the soul evolution and sort of the more deeper esoteric layers of astrology, which I've just gained an immense amount of wisdom and, and knowledge from. So he's he's definitely one of my main ones for oh, sure. Oh, how yeah. cool. Yeah. If you could be in a room with three people, living or dead, who would they be? Oh my God. Put me on the spot here. I know, it's a three hard one. Three people, living or dead. Um, I don't know why. I'm just going to go with who comes to my mind. I'm going to say Albert Einstein. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say my grandma who passed, who I'd love to chat with again. And then my young cousin who also passed, who I would love to just reconnect with again. Wow. Yeah. That's a beautiful room. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Someone else just said Albert Einstein. Really? I'm trying to remember who. Yeah. Someone who was on super recently. Um, I love that. Yeah. And where do you see yourself in five years? Um, great question. I, like I mentioned earlier, I've really decided to sort of go more public with my work and, and share it on a wider scale. I am in the process of making the Unlock Method digital assets so people can learn some of this information on their own and learn my method and how I weave all of these different modalities together, how they can understand their own dynamics, their relationship dynamics, business dynamics. And then um, I'm really excited for that to come out. And then a, I'd love to do a book. Yeah. Um, potentially even do my own podcast and interview people. So you should do all of the above. Yeah. So those that's that's the idea coming down the line. I can see your book. Yeah. I can like literally visualize it with the branding that you have. Like yeah. I can see what it'll look like. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. And where can everybody find you? You can find me at the Unlock Method on Instagram. I have my contact information on there and website, new website coming soon. So you can find me there cool. as well. Yeah. And people can book with you. They can do private sessions. Yes. They can do what else? Can they do? Yeah, I have a couple different options. I work with people in one-off sessions and then I do um, monthly mentorships with people where we really dive deep on whatever they want to call into their life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, everybody should get on this before Eric becomes so booked that nobody can reach him because I'm seeing that for your future. Thank you. I mean, you'll be reachable, but you will be very booked. Yeah. So while you're listening to this, get on it. Yeah. Also makes a good gift. Reach out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much, Eric. Jordan, this was amazing. Thank you so much. This flew by. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Come say hi on Instagram at The Balance Wand and tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free Soul on Fire yoga ebook. See you next Wednesday. Love you guys. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.